Welcome to episode 21 of the Countryline Songwriter Series, where you'll hear from some of the most successful artists and songwriters working in Nashville today. Country music is all about storytelling, and this is where you'll discover the stories from the people themselves of how they managed to find their way into such a competitive industry and rise to the top, what motivates and inspires them, and what they've learned along the way. A native of Nashville, Mitchell Tenpenny grew up in a city and home surrounded by music. His grandmother was Donna Hilly, a president of Sony ATV Publishing, and through her he had brushes with such Music City heavyweights as Bobby Braddock and Curly Putman. Inspired by their writing, he decided to pursue country music as a vocation. Picking up the guitar at the age of 13, Tenpenny learned to play and write. After graduating with a music business degree from Middle Tennessee State University, he set out on his professional career. In April of 2015, his debut Black Crow was released and featured cameos from the Steel Drivers, Ace Freely and Brian Welch of Korn. As he worked on establishing himself as a performer, Tenpenny gained attention as a songwriter in 2016. He co-wrote Granger Smith's Billboard Country Airplay Top 10 hit, If The Boot Fits, along with John Langston's single, All Eyes On Us. Tenpenny signed with Riverhouse Entertainment in 2017, releasing Alcohol You Later in April before the EP Linden Avenue arrived in July. Both the single and EP showed him following more of a soulful direction, one that was reminiscent of the country R&B of the likes of Sam Hunt and Thomas Rhett. His 2018 single, Drunk Me, then wound up peaking at number two on the Billboard Country Airplay chart and set up the December release of Tenpenny's album, Telling All My Secrets, which debuted at number five on the Top Country Albums chart and even cracked the Billboard 200. He issued the seasonal EP, Neon Christmas, in 2020, Bucket List then appeared in early 2021, the first single pulled from Midtown Diaries, a mini LP that arrived in September. Just a month later, he released his third album and first full-length Christmas collection, Naughty List. Tenpenny then got harder and louder on This Is The Heavy, an album which arrived in September of 2022. In March of the following year, 2023, he performed at the C2C Festival, which is when I, myself, Stuart Banford, chatted with him in Dublin. The Countryline Songwriter Series with Mitchell Tenpenny. Last weekend, you kicked off a European run with uh, Morgan Evans in Hamburg, Germany. Last night, you played C2C in Glasgow. Tell me, how's your week been? Insane, exciting, um, exhausting, uh, but man, what a what a joy to get to do this. I mean, I never thought when I picked up a guitar that we'd be over here playing music. So, it's all it's all humbling and amazing. Tell me about your latest single, "We Got History." Yeah. So that was a co-write with Andy Albert, Devin Dawson, and Jordan Schmidt. Yeah, I love the track. Tell me a bit about how it came together, would you? Cause we got- Thank you. Yeah, those are three of my best friends. We've been writing together for years. We've written a lot of songs together on my records. So um, when we get together, we just have fun. There's no pressure to write a song. Like that day, we all just like kind of have fun if something falls out. And Devin had this idea of something 
you know, about the past and the history and stuff. And then uh, we kind of just correlated that into the title. And the title just felt really good. I like the turn of phrase um, that it was. And, yeah, we just did what we do. Had fun, started singing melodies. And then uh, I just got in the vocal booth and sang it. And that ended up being the vocal we kept for the record. So it, it ended up being just one of those days it works out. And this song's been amazing. I mean, they're singing it louder than any other song we've ever had already. And it's just now about to break top 40. So it's it's crazy to have that already happening, especially over here. Like, I had no idea people would be singing the song. And yesterday in, uh, in Scotland, it was like nuts, man. I was just blown away, truly. So I'm so excited tonight uh, to see what happens with it. Tell me, as you're talking, it's only popping into my head. Am I right in thinking Devin Dawson's had some sort of vocal issues? How's he getting on? Yeah, yeah, he, uh, yeah, he has this weird thing. It's it's um, it's more common than people think, but it's it's something to do with the brain and um, his like low register. It's it almost sounds like his voice is cracking. He's doing a lot better with it. He's when he sings high, it's fine, but like when he's talking to you, it feels like it's like it's doing this weird thing, and it's. It's this brain thing that happens to a lot of singers, and uh, you know a bunch of big artists and songwriters have gone through it. And he's a, I think the lights at the end of the tunnel for him, uh, for sure. But he's doing a lot better. But that's you know that's the most stressful thing in the world on a singer. And then stress creates things, and it's just it's just a you know a snowball from there. Um, but uh, you know he's he's doing great, and in the meantime he's writing hit songs for other people as well. So he's doing really good. So last year was a big one for you, a lot of momentum. Yeah. You enjoyed your third number one with Truth About You last September. And then um, you also had a number one with Chris Young at the end yeah. of a bar. And you set a new record for the shortest time <laughs> period between number ones. I mean, that must have been surreal. Yeah, I mean, I mean come on. That's, it's, it's, that's so cool. I mean, and a lot of that's timing. Um, you know, Lainey Wilson's got a chance now to with that, with her song with Hardy and, you know, Heart Like a Truck. But it's... Uh, it's just amazing that you can have two songs on the radio at once now. I love that. Um, that hasn't always been the case for country music in the States, and it just kind of showed that we can play whatever's working. You know, whatever's working, whatever people want, that's what we need to give. And so um, I was honored to be kind of, you know, one of the one of the few that they were doing that with because, you know, it's it's such a tough market. There's just so many songs and so many great artists. So the fact that they were letting me be on two songs at once, I was honored by that. Let me ask you about those songs. So, truth about you. Yeah, there's two sides to every breakup. One's a lie and one's a truth. One of them went out and one was made up. But in the end, we will lose. Why can't we meet in the middle? Call it even, call it truth. If you quit telling lies about me, but I won't tell the truth about wrote that with Thomas Archer and Matt Alderman. Yep. Tell me about that one. I mean, we've been hammering it on the radio yes. over here. Thank you so much for that. Yeah, what a, what a special song for us. And I love that it was with them. Those are two of my great friends as well. Um, yeah, we just got in the room that day. And I don't know, we, we were talking, same kind of, same thing with history. I think Matt Alderman mentioned something about someone lying and I don't want to tell the truth, something like that. And and we kind of worked it the way around, and one of us finally said, you know, if you quit telling lies about me, I won't tell the truth about you. And when that was said out loud, I was like, oh, perfect. I know how to write this song. This is exactly, um, you know, my style and what I like to do. And I think we, we, we wrote that song like 30 minutes after that we got the hook. Um, it was just fun. And then uh, Matt Matt actually made like 
he was doing the track that day and he sent like four different versions demos i sung like the demo and he sent four different like genres of that of the song and i forgot about it honestly and then covid happened and we were in quarantine and lockdown and couldn't play shows and i get on tiktok this new thing that's coming around and uh I just start playing some of my demos, and that one just came. I just started looking through old stuff, songs that I forgot about, mm-hmm. and that one came up, and I put it on TikTok, and the rest is history, man. It just kind of took on its li- a life of its own and became the single and a number one song for us, which is crazy to me because I forgot that I wrote the song. <laughs> See, TikTok has become such a, yeah. a powerful tool for artists to gauge if the public yeah. react to a song. I think it was more sort of when Morgan Wallen and Luke Combs started really tapping into it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, for sure. I mean, there's there's good and evil to it, man. But it, it kept me alive during that. It, it opened up a whole new fan base for us. And it let me do something that I've always wanted to do, which is share more songs. Mm-hmm. You know, we write songs every single day, and 99% of them will never get heard. So it was really cool for me to sit down and play a verse and a chorus of these songs mm-hmm. and let people hear some of them. Uh, I don't think it's always the right way to choose a single or the right way to say, oh, well, this song didn't work on TikTok. It was not going to work. Don't put it out. But I think it's an awesome platform to share some music that you normally wouldn't be able to share with the world. And you can base, you know, things off of that. But it's it's been great, man. Uh, For us, at least. I uh, I'm a TikTok fan uh, for for that reason. So um, your collab with Chris Young at the end of a bar. Yourself and Chris wrote that with Chris Stefano, yeah. And is it true that it began with a, a guitar riff and then after then the lyrics just came out really fast? There's a million things that you can't find but in a conversation or a pair of blue eyes. Yeah. Go through love or an ex-broken heart. Maybe a party crowd on a Friday night long next long lines and neon signs. Sometimes that's when Yeah, so Chris uh, DeStefano had that bah, 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 bah. He was just kind of noodling around mm-hmm. I was like, I like that vibe Let's kind of lay that down real quick And so we just kind of laid that down And just looped it for a minute And we just started talking Because we were just catching up It was right when, like, at the end of quarantine Where it was like, can we get out of the house And hang out with people Or should we stay in? Dude, I was I was over it I was like, I called Chris that day And it snowed in Nashville, Tennessee Which never happens mm-hmm. So the whole city shuts down, and on our books that day, we had a right. Me and Chris Young with Stefano, Chris Stefano. I called. I was like, y'all, I got to get out of the house. I'm going crazy. I'm negative. Everything's whatever. Where Everyone's like, yeah, we're all good. I was like, I know it's snowing. Chris Young was like, buddy, I got four-wheel drive. I'm all good. Let's go. Let's go do it. And we showed up, and we just started talking, reminiscing. And I was talking to Stefano. I was like, man, last time me and Chris Young hung out, you should have seen us. We were tearing up. We were tearing it up at the end of a bar, at the end of the bar over at Losers or whatever. And, and Chris kind of looked at me and I was, looked at him. I was like, actually, that sounds like a good song title. But I was like, I met you at the end of a bar. I was like, I met my wife there. I met a lot of friends. We just started throwing stuff out. And that was another one that kind of fell out in about an hour. Wow. And then I, uh, I wanted Chris Young to sing it because I just love Chris Young's voice. But Chris wanted me to, he said, go in there and do the demo. My voice is a little whatever today. And I was like, oh, man. So I went in there and I sung it as hard as I could, <laughs> hoping that Chris would be like here and be like, well, I want to put my vocal on it. And sure enough, a day later, he called me. He's like, hey, buddy, you mind if I put my vocal on it? And I was like, yes, please do that. And then a week later, hey, man, I'm going to I'm gonna cut this song and put it on the record. I was like, awesome, amazing. And then a week later, 
hey, buddy, would you want to sing it with me? And so the vocal I sung that day is the vocal that's on the, the oh, record wow. as well. And then a week later, it's going to be the single to country radio. So you never know. The story of a song can last years or it can go in, in a month all the way to a single, which was crazy to me. And, you know, that's what you kind of live for as a songwriter. And a lovely touch to have Tracy Lawrence in the video. <laughs> that's the only time my mom's ever thought that I was cool and I made it. <laughs> when, when Tracy Lawrence cheers me. Uh, Tracy's become a good buddy, um, just, you know, golfing buddies. And it's an honor to get to know him. He's We've got some cool road stories. I won't share them, Tracy, don't worry. But a lot of good times. Um, and, yeah, it's just an honor to have such a, you know, a legend in country music be a part of that video and cheers me. Like I said, my mom was like, is that Tracy Lawrence? I was like, yeah, Mom. She, she was blown away. I was like, I've done other things, I promise. But she, she thought I was cool. So both uh, We Got History and Truth About You are on your current album, This yeah. Is The Heavy. It's out now, there's 20 tracks on it, and um, when I'm listening to it, um, a very obvious uh, evolution and maturity in not only the songwriting, but also the production. Would you maybe put that down, and also to the length of the album, to the pandemic, and the time you had to make the record? Uh, definitely probably the maturity part of it, yeah. I mean, you, you kind of figure out, you know, you learned a lot about yourself those three years. Um, I mean, to this day was when we were heading over here to do C2C three years ago, wow. which is crazy. Yeah, it is. It, it really is. And so um, there was a lot of growing up, a lot of finding yourself, a lot of figuring out, a lot of patience that was learned. And um, so for me, I think, yes, definitely as far as the maturity of the songs, um, I think that, you know, you learn a lot about yourself and, and that's what came out of the songwriting for it. And then as far as the production, I think that's just because Jordan Schmidt and, you know, we got we had a lot of time on our hands to just get better at what we do. Um, Jordan's, in my opinion, the best producer in town, if not, you know, of all time. I just think he's amazing on the forefront of so many things. And, yeah, I mean, he just was by his, his computer all day long learning new things and discovering new sounds. And we just had a lot more time on our hands to do it. So we just rocked it up. It's funny you say that because it's only really this weekend and prepping for interviews that it seems like every other song Jordan Schmidt's been involved in writing? <laughs> yeah, man. That's what I'm saying. His demos sound like records. So when people get them back, they're like, yeah, just go ahead and cut it. <laughs> uh, he's got um, kind of a, a monopoly on that. He's one of the best there is. And yeah, it's, it's showing through. Well, one of my favorites on the album, you worked with a guy who I adore. In fact, I spent about seven minutes the other day just talking with Thomas Redd about him, Teddy Swims. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. How did that collab happen? Not so obvious, but yeah. God, is it good? I, uh, before quarantine, like four years ago, I just saw a YouTube video of him and just freaked out. I was like, dude, this guy is so, so good. I just reached out to him on DMs, you know, the classic DMs, and said, dude, I'm, I'm a fan of your voice. I love what you're doing. He had, you know, no followers. He had like a couple thousand, and I had the same thing. Like, we weren't anything going on, and he DMed me back. He's like, man, I love Drunk Me. And so we kind of just became friends on the internet, and then he came to Nashville one time. We went to a bar and it was like we knew each other for years and we just kind of, we become like best friends, man. I love him. I talk to him every day. I just talk to him. Like he's 
we just check in on each other and it's just fun to sing with him it's fun to ride with him he's such a good genuine person um and yeah it just made sense he's like a brother to me so we we wrote that song it was like let's put it out together am i crazy in thinking when i'm listening to that song your vocal delivery it's almost like you're channeling Michael Jackson? Oh man, that's the biggest honor or biggest compliment I could ever get. Oh, Thank God. you. And and Teddy makes you want to sing better and more pop. Like I wanted that to be a pop record. Like I love Michael Jackson. Like to death, I love Michael Jackson. It was my favorite artist ever. And so, you know, when you got Teddy singing this way over here, it makes you channel that version of yourself. And so it's really cool to challenge each other. And that's kind of what that song did for us. What's your favorite Michael song? Uh, probably Man in the Mirror, but uh, Dirty Diana is amazing. I mean, there's a human nature. I, I love a million songs, but Man in the Mirror is just always the feel, man. It always gets me every time. And you toured last year with Luke Bryan. I mean, what was that like? Luke's crazy, man. He's the best. Uh, he was so kind to me. He gave me so much advice. And, you know, on those tours, you watch their crews, and you, you try to learn a lot about how to do this for as long as he's done it. You know, 20-plus years at that level – um, not many can do that. And so you kind of watch how you do that and you watch how you build a crew and a family and and that's what you learn the most out there. And, and then, you know, he would let me come on the bus and hang out with him nights and him and Riley Green and just, you know, talk you know, talk that smack, you know, and just and just kind of figure it out. And he, he has a lot of a lot of wisdom, but he is exactly what you see on T V and what you see Luke is him himself one hundred percent, never never changes and that's why he is where he is. So straight after C2C, you're heading to Australia. And then, <laughs> and then um, I mean, this year is just going to go in the blink of an eye because from July, yeah. you're on tour with Jason Aldean. Now we get Aldean, our first direct support tour, um, major tour. We are so excited about that. <laughs> and the track record coming from direct support Aldean, from Morgan Wallen to Thomas Red to Hardy, you know, um, we're, we're very honored to be, you know, asked to be a part of that tour like that. So... And he's more rock, too. Like, we were more rock. And it, I think this crowd, um, the energy in those shows, is, it's going to be awesome. So we're very excited about it. The Country Line Songwriter Series with Mitchell Tenpenny. More episodes from this series are available on the Country Line app and website or just search for the Country Line Songwriter Series wherever you normally get your podcasts.